Are you ready? A shot of wrestling. Episode 201. And wait. Wait. Oh. Wait, you get a shot, boy. Is that the message you got? We are about to go live, but you're ready to rock. So take a shot. Oh, so take a shot. Oh, yeah. I'm a street breaker. I'm a heartbreaker. This is my dawn. I'm a more breaker. Rick Flair, Nature Boy, about to seek and destroy. It's an SOW. Let me hear you make noise. Take a shot, boy. Is that the message you got? We are about to go live, but you're ready to rock. So take a shot. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 201 of A Shot of Wrestling. I am your host, at Michael J. Putty, coming to you comfortably from my disinfected apartment using the mobile studio, and joining me from his disinfected palatial estate via Skype, the Hollywood himself, Mark Schwann. Mark, welcome back to the show. I know. It's been a long time. Been like, what, three weeks? Yeah, pretty much, dude. I am... Uh, Forgot all I'm about excited. us, huh? I'm excited to be back on in a very unconventional way for us. Safer? It's safer, I think, for all parties involved. Yeah. You live, you live in the Yonkers, so that's a couple of new outbreaks, right? Yeah, yeah, a lot of outbreaks up here in Westchester. Becoming a hot, uh, hotbed. Yeah, pretty much. Well, we got we got the drive-through testing here for the coronavirus. Oh, I heard about so, that. Yeah, yeah, it's like a town away, pretty much. It's uh, it's a scary time, dude. Yeah, very scary. I don't remember ever experiencing anything like this. No, we lived no, through I... the SARS, swine flu, Ebola, uh, the chick bird flu. And uh, just don't don't remember ever, anything like this ever. I'm just and you're older, so you went through the Spanish flu as well, right? Yeah, thanks for reminding me, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> how do I hit the How do I hit the end button on this call? No, stop, stop, stop! Don't be a dick. <laughs> no, it, it's 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 weird. Like, you know, productions shut down for me as well. I had a, I had a few productions coming up, but it's weird. I'm still getting auditions. Really, even okay. though. Shows are getting not canceled but postponed. They want to be ready to go when the time comes. I guess so, but like it's just idle hands. Really, really, really weird right now for me. I don't know what I'm going to do with all this free time. I don't know. Write, write, a, write a screenplay. Write a book. Why everyone keeps on saying write a screenplay, write a screen, uh, write a screenplay. I'm not a writer. No one's a writer. anybody can, Anybody can write. Anybody can write. Anybody. Can I, write. I'm actually very good at writing dialogue. I'm actually. I would say I'm excellent at writing dialogue. Oh, that's, Pace, that's, that's half the battle. No, pacing is like another part of the battle. I suck at pacing. I, I know that part. <laughs> Phrasing. <laughs> so we uh, we braved the swine flu last week to go to BWF's Once Upon a Time in the Bronx. Yeah. Sit ringside yeah. for the great night of action. You guys uh, failed to capture the two-man faction championships. Yes. Yes, we did. Uh, BX Strong, they were the better team that night, unfortunately. Fortunately. Which, which means I lost a bet with you. I'm sorry, what, I, you broke out. What did you say? Can you repeat that? I said I lost a bet with you. Okay, I thought you said that. Okay. <laughs> and I, I owned up to it. it. Took like two days. I was busy. I was busy. Okay. But I did own up to it. You did. Now, on all my social media platforms, for those that that weren't at BWF, or actually, I think the show's not posted yet. But oh, um, oh, then, spoiler alert! Yeah, yeah spoiler. Alert. Well, it's it's happened already. Yeah. 
Um, so Putty and I, we had a bet, and if BX Strong, his team lost to mine, he would have to wear all of Satsujin merchandise on all social media platforms for the remainder of the champion's brain. But if I lost, my Satsujin squad lost, I have to do the same, but for BX Strong. And I told you, I don't want to mess up your Hollywood bookings or your Hollywood lifestyle. Cause you, you, this is your professional stuff. Oh, you know, everyone's, everyone's in on the joke. They all know. Like, I, I, uh, I've been lost. <laughs> I'm sorry, never... you, you broke up there. Can you say that again? Yeah, yeah, I'm not saying that again. Okay. And they're all having a great laugh over it. So... It's a great picture. That picture is too good. Oh, God. So make you hit up Mark Schwann. Mark with a C, C-H-O-U-E-N, by the way. Or go yourfavoriteactor.com, see it plastered all over that, right? It's on your website too, right? No, it's not on my website. Uh, we need to do that. It's <laughs> not account with social media, my friend. <sighs> Whatever. <laughs> but Dominic De Niro did retain, air quotes, the uh, BWF World ta- uh, World Championship. No need to put air quotes. I mean, he did retain his World Heavyweight Championship. Mm-hmm. There's no air quotes in it. He retained. Okay. Whatever you say. Whatever I say, yes. Whatever I say, I'm right. Okay. What's going on, buddy? I haven't seen you in a long time. How's everything going? How's your wife's birthday? You, you're throwing axes everywhere now? I'm throwing axes, man. So in case of a zombie apocalypse that might be happening, um, I'm, Sooner pretty rather than later. I'm pretty crafty with an axe. I'm pretty uh, pretty much a natural. Were you good? Dude, I was very good, surprisingly enough. Okay. Like, they um, they give lessons beforehand. They give quick little pointers. And um, they just had, like, one minor note for me to, like, release higher. Okay. And from that point on, like, I was with, like, pinpoint accuracy. Wow. Yeah. Did you feel cool really, doing it? It's really badass. Okay. <laughs> I heard there's good like, things about it. Yeah, there's, like, a, such a good feeling about, like, throwing an axe. It's like, you just – if you're frustrated right now in life, bit. go to this place. It's called Kick Axe. It's in Brooklyn. They have beer. They have pizzas. They they got axe throwing, of course. Brooklyn? Ugh. I can catch it's a, a, definitely catch a coronavirus there. <laughs> I'm gonna stay inside. I'll, I'll wait till this clears up. There's an axe throwing app on my phone. I'll just play that game. What are you? What are you, what are you gonna do during this time? Like, are you quarantined yet? Like, are you like with your work and everything that you do? Like, what, what's going on? My work is gonna close early. Yeah, in eight days. Like, in eight days. Why, so why why are you telling me starting Monday? Whatever the fuck day it is, <laughs> we're close at three o'clock. I'm hearing Monday. I'm fantastic. Monday, I can leave work a little early. No, it's the following Monday. Oh, thanks for fucking nothing. So you can't really work remotely. You can't work from home. I cannot. No, no, no. That's crazy, man. Yeah, and, like and I'm in a hotbed of people spitting on the ground and coughing without covering in their mouths. So uh, it's it's a it's a war zone out there. I have a compromised immune system, so now right. I, I should take this more seriously than I am. But you should absolutely. Yeah. That, that's part of the reason why we're doing the show the way we're doing it right now. Yeah. Um, because you know I'm out and about. I actually did a scene the other day, all day in a subway station. So <laughs> I was like really thinking about that. I was like, yeah, I probably shouldn't be face to face with Putty right now yeah. <laughs> in a studio. <laughs> Good luck, Spreesh. Yeah, no, no. As I'm still looking up flights to Tampa Bay because WrestleMania is still on, but wow. are we going to talk about that? If, if it's the last thing I do, and literally might be, I'm keeping the streak alive. <laughs> my locker, so you might 
in WrestleMania. You're pretty much admitting that. No, I won't die there. I'll die when I come home because it takes two weeks, right? <laughs> I'm catching it from somebody down there. Oh my god! Well, that's if it's happening. Like as of right now, it is happening. But come on, we saw what happened with SmackDown. Speaking of which, let's get into the news. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's a good segue. Let's do the news. It's time for In the News with Michael J. Putty and Mark Schwab. Well, Mark, we just talked about it. WrestleMania is still on the schedule, dot, 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 for now. Vince McMahon and other top WWE officials met with local officials in Tampa Bay to discuss the status of WrestleMania 36 and the coronavirus pandemic. We are three weeks away from the showcase of the immortals. And Hillsborough Commissioner Les Miller said, and I quote, we came to the conclusion at this point, we don't want to pull the plug. However, we wanted to give at least a week to see what's going to happen if WWE was going to do anything at all. If they don't at this point. Vince McMahon's shoulders here. Basically, if they don't do anything, they're going to convene an emergency meeting to discuss what to do in a week's time. It's So if it's up to Vince McMahon, this is happening. Absolutely. You, you have to have it. Like, if they don't, what do they do? You know, like, even if they postpone it, right? It messes things up creatively. Storyline-wise, creatively-wise, yeah. What are you going to do? Push Brock Lesnar and Drew McIntyre until summer? You can't do that. Right. The changes up there, all their planning for future events and pay-per-views, it messes everything up. So Vince McMahon, like, honestly, let's let's face the facts. It's going to come down to a bribe. Mm. Okay, it's all about the money. It's all about the money, man. Vince is going to make sure this thing happens no matter what. But now, okay, I figure it's going to get canceled. The NBA cancels. The next day, NFL, MLB, NHL, Major League Soccer, and then later on. NASCAR, Friday. NASCAR canceled it today. The XFL canceled it, and uh, I don't see how they can do this. Well, here's the thing with the XFL. Yes, the Vince McMahon company, but there's other people that own XFL as well. So it wasn't just up to Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon. No, I'm, it's, I'm, not, I'm, it's, saying, I'm not saying it was his fault. I'm just saying uh, you had to for safety reasons and PR reasons because everybody was going to do empty arenas. Basketball right. was going to do empty arenas. Baseball was going to start looking into that. XFL planned on doing empty arena matches. Um, matches again. Games. Can you do an empty arena WrestleMania? No, you can't. No. No, you can't. I mean, we'll touch on that later on TV, but we saw that tonight in SmackDown. But what do you do? Do you have WrestleMania at the Performance Center? You can't do that either. No. No, and again, postponing it, I feel like it's not an option. Um, but doing it at the Performance Center, is that an option too? They, they do have contingency plans. There are plans B and C in place, allegedly. What those are, we do not know yet. But we saw this week Donald Trump, the President of the United States and WWE Hall of Famer, Banned all flights from European countries, excluding the United Kingdom. But he said that he might add that back on, though, considering that there are a lot of cases out there in the United Kingdom and uh, Ireland. Uh, no, no, breaking news. Okay, good. I mean, that makes sense. You can't just exclude the UK because they put money in your pockets. Right. But so the, majority, saying... the majority of the audience comes from foreign countries. Right. So this ban's in place. You're going to lose a majority of your audience. So another option could be to hold it in a smaller arena in Tampa. You figured you're outdoors in a football stadium that's well ventilated. That's would be a, a and I'm positive. Sh- I'm sure they're going to make the argument for that. Yeah, 
But even if they do continue to do it, if they go as WrestleMania is still going forward as planned, it's not going to be a sellout. It's going to yeah. be a lot of empty seats unless you give them away for free the day of last minute because you have to fill in seats. Which they could do as well. Oh, man. It's all or nothing. Either they do it or I think, honestly, they just cancel WrestleMania. I don't see them doing it, though. I don't see how you can get away with doing it PR-wise. And you make SummerSlam as big as WrestleMania this year. Wasn't there Saudi Arabia shows? The uh... well, Saudi Arabia has their own travel ban going on. They have their own... It's it's a pandemic, man. This is worldwide. It's affecting Saudi Arabia as well. And this, so they, they can't even move to Saudi Arabia. I know people have joked about that or half serious, but that's not even an option. No, that's not an option. But usually, the last two years since it started, the Saudi Arabia show, the big, huge Saudi Arabia show, was after WrestleMania. This time, it's before it, so you can't even fall back on that as an option. Um, I mean, so yeah, I know right now. I, this is like right now. I don't believe there are cases in West Virginia. I don't believe there are cases in North Carolina. Maybe even not South Carolina. Like you know, well, do you want to, you want to bring people to your area that could be affected? Sure. I'm, I'm in New York City. I'm gonna go. I gotta keep the streak alive, even if it kills me. I'll go. Sure. Where, I'll go wherever it goes. And but, can I be I a am- carrier? what these contingency plans are. They say they have them. I, I don't necessarily know what they could be. I mean, everything we're throwing out there, I mean, do they postpone it a week or two? What is a week or two going to do? Because the way that so these health officials are talking about, this could last for months. Yeah. New York City mayor uh, said he doesn't see Barclays or MSG opening up until like September. Right. So That's crazy. Who knows how long this is going to last? But I, don't, I mean, I don't see how they can do it. I just don't see how they can do it. PR-wise, business-wise, it just seems like it'll be a cluster, and I think it's just only a matter of time until they cancel it. If Vince won't, they think Tampa will. Yeah, to be determined, man. Like It's going to be interesting to see what happens this week. That's because then what happens? They have to refund the money to everyone, but then people had already bought tickets to go to Tampa. They, they yep. did the rental car thing. Like, you know, well, that, that, that could be refunded, yeah. I mean, that's not on anybody's dime. The money hasn't been spent yet. That's fine. They would, if they cancel, they have to do it sooner rather than later. Just Tampa's losing out on what billions of dollars? Yeah, Tough but even the Olympics, like even the Olympics, are shutting down. That official? I heard there was rumors, but I didn't hear it's officially yet. I thought it was official. What do you do with the Hall of Fame? The, you postpone the Hall of Fame then? I think the Hall of Fame they could probably do like in a limited capacity. NXT Full Sail University announced that they have a suspended events through April, so NXT won't be there. Which means I'll probably go back to the performance center as well. Right. Good for, good for WWE having that performance center. Yeah, I mean that's a big deal. Wow, what a saving grace that's become. Because if so they didn't have a- that, what were they doing? Nothing, right? Well, AEW's going on as scheduled, right? AEW's going on schedule. We'll talk about that a little later. Uh, Fox Sports announced suspension of all their production of their studio shows, including backstage. So backstage is done. Which is probably not coming back after the ratings they're going through. Well, what do you get to replace it with? Fox Sports One on a, eleven o'clock on a Tuesday night. You're, gonna, you're not gonna get it much better than that. It's a fun show to watch. People watching on reruns. People table like myself. I I like backstage. I, I like I like that role for Renee Young. It looks like Page Seven, good time in there. It's great to see him. See him Punk. Yeah, what, but did you lose out on CM Punk? I mean, let, let's be real. The ratings have been atrocious. Again, it's a Tuesday night at eleven o'clock. Right, but on I'm Fox, just saying. Or the D-list network. It's costing them money to keep the lights on for that show. <laughs> yeah, can't be that much though. I don't know. I'm, I'd be shocked if the show comes back. 
They also implemented a no-touching policy during their autograph signings. So Which they... should probably still be in place way after the coronavirus is Yeah. Done. I think Sasa Banks was wearing gloves during a recent signing at a cricket store somewhere. Can't blame them. Sammy Have you K- seen wrestling fans? Yeah, oh, I've seen them. Oof, I don't even want to touch them. <laughs> Nasty. Sammy Callahan took to Twitter saying he not, has no plans to wrestle again until this has been contained, saying, and I quote, fuck characters, fuck storylines. Our safety is the most important thing. Until this gets better, I'm not going to any wrestling shows. I beg the world to be as safe as possible in this extremely scary time. Let's join together like never before. We can get through this. Well, just think for a second, like, what wrestlers go through. I mean, it's amazing that I, we haven't heard any cases break out in the wrestling world yet. Because they're always traveling. They're always interacting with fans. And then what do they do for a living? You know, they're touching each other. And that's the thing. The, the only reason the NBA season was canceled the only reason they foregone that empty arena was because two players in the Utah, Utah Jazz tested positive for it. Exactly. One guy was an asshole about it saying, and he, see that one guy who said, making a big joke about it? And the NBA implemented no, no touching policy. You, don't, you can't come within certain feet of the, uh, each other, the reporters and the players. Okay. So during a post-game interview, when he left, he made sure he touched his hands on all their microphones, all their equipment. And that was wow. the guy who got sick. He's patient zero of the NBA right now. Oh, my God. What a dick. That's unreal. I didn't even know that. And going back to AEW, AEW announced upcoming Dynamite shows were postponed. Dynamite in Rochester is now going to Jacksonville on March 25th. I'm sorry, that's next week. March 25th, Blood and Guts was canceled with no new location announced yet. Oh, wow. I didn't realize Blood and Guts was canceled. Shit. April 1st in Milwaukee has been relocated and will now air live on April 1st. Where? We don't know. The Milwaukee show will be postponed until October 28th. St. Louis has been postponed until October 7th. Fans who purchase tickets will be offered a full refund or have their original ticket valid at the admission of the event. The next week's show in Jacksonville, doors will open to a restricted audience of fans at 6 p.m. So they're restricting their audience. I don't know what this Jacksonville arena they're using is. I don't know how big it is, but man, this is fucking up everybody up. Jesus. You know, AEW might really have to switch up because they don't have a performance center like WWE does. You're right. I mean, that's a huge advantage for WWE. And, you know, we we have all these indie promotions shutting down. We have ROH suspending events, uh, New Japan. And AEW is trying to to muster through it. But I was thinking about that. I hate to cut you off. But isn't the owner, the guy, runs the the Jaguars? Don't they have some sort of training facility or some sort of – Workout place they can probably throw together a rest, random wrestling show. Maybe, maybe. I mean, well, and they power. They don't have. An, they barely have an audience. They have a, a TV studio. Maybe they right. rent, rent out a TV studio for a couple weeks. Right. You know, I'm sure that maybe something like that's being talked about, or maybe they maybe they're going to try to get creative. You know, maybe you know we've seen like a lot of bar matches go on in indies. You know, maybe AEW does something like that. Oh, please don't do that. I mean, it's something different. And to put that on national TV, it could be cool. You have that limited audience, you keep the storylines going, keep it fresh. I mean, AEW has to do something different if they have to continue on. Think about it. Like, the reasons why AEW and WWE are going on right now is because they have these obligations with the TV contracts. Yeah. They have to keep programming going. And so that's why you've seen WWE moving SmackDown or Raw and NXT to the, to the Performance Center with no audience. Uh, what happens with the pay-per-views, who knows? Uh, because you don't have that necessarily that licensing agreement yet. But AEW is the same deal. 
Nowhere on Impact. Impact usually tapes four weeks in a row. So I think they're coming up on a full four weeks of taping in the books. So that gives them some time to think of something. But Right. We'll see what happens. Hey, Matt, props to, uh, to Tony Khan, though, for telling his employees at AEW, feel free to come to work. If you don't work, we're not going to hold it against you. You're not going to lose your spot. You're not going to yeah. lose push, lose anything. So I, I think respect to him for that because it goes to show he he understands his financial obligation, his business, but he does give a fuck about his employees. So I'm assuming hopefully everybody else will follow in suit, but you know they won't because they're asking right. out there. But this, it's just amazing how this is fucking everybody up. Yeah. This is amazing. Yeah. It's it's an understatement, actually. How and it's it, fucking not only show. is it blowing my mind how this is fucking everybody up. The number one prevention is washing your hands, <laughs> which most people don't seem to do. Right? Apparently not. And apparently, I've been doing it the wrong way. <laughs> I wash my hands. I, I wash my hands. Like I rub my hands together. I get make sure I get in between the fingers. Doctor Oz was on the Tonight Show saying most people ignore their fingertips, so you got to curl your hands. I'm showing you on Skype. No one else can see it, but, you know, clench your fingertips together and rub your fingertips and then rub your thumbs. Oh, so, wow. So I've, I've been washing my hands the wrong way as well. That's how they, that's how they teach you in medical school. Yeah. All right. So, so all day today, I washed my hands like 20 times today, making sure I got every fucking crevice. This is such a mind fuck, man. Washing your hands is the number one prevention of this disease. And can I tell you, so for my wife's birthday, so I went with her and her family. We went to uh, Red Bull Arena. To see the United States women play uh, oh, soccer. You saw in person. Thought you were watching on TV. No, we went in person. Oh, yeah. How's that? That was cool. No, it was mad cool. It's, it's a cool place to go. Uh, the women played phenomenally well. Uh, Spain put up a good fight, but in the end of the day, United States won. Wait, so this place was sold out pretty much, right? Uh, decent sized stadium. I'm going to the bathroom and everything, and still, with all this going on, people are still not washing their hands. That's gross. It's fucking disgusting. Yeah. Like, come on, people. We had a, a consultant come to my job this week. So him and my boss came back from the bathroom, and she tells me, oh, by the way, you need to make a sign saying uh, to remind people to wash their hands. I'm like, why? He goes, uh, Jeff just went to the bathroom, and he saw somebody. He heard somebody go to the bathroom and leave without washing their hands. An employee. Like, what are we doing? I'm like, really? So I wrote the sign up saying... Friendly reminder to wash your hands. Yes, I'm serious. I'm, I'm, I have to take time out of my busy day. Try to sign for you fucking dumb motherfuckers to wash your hands. We're a fucking adult. I wrote this condescending p- post, right? Yeah. Of course, I couldn't. I had to share it with everybody, but I couldn't post it. I mean, hang it up. But washing your hands. Ugh. I'm, I'm not a big Purell guy, but I've been doing that all the time, too. I mean. Apparently, it was made an announcement on set the other day at Purell. Um, apparently it traps the germs on it. So it's not as good for you. Like washing your hands with yeah, soap and water. Yes. I mean, that's that's why I heard. If you use Purell too much, it also kills the healthy germs on your hands. Right. That's why I was never a big Purell guy. Yeah. I wash my hands like a normal adult. Can I stop you real fast? Um, did you ever think for no, one second? On. If, if you ever think for one second on a shot of wrestling, a wrestling podcast, we'll be talking so much about washing your hands. No, never did. <laughs> <laughs> no I drink Jack Honey and then I have Fireball I use the same glass I didn't wash my glass now I gotta fucking wash my hands oh my god I'm washing it so too often work. too much work also 
I gotta, for 20 seconds? That's a lot of fucking work. <laughs> I'm a tall guy. That. I'm a tall guy to hunch over a sink to wash my hands. It hurts my fucking back. <laughs> I am tired. I am tired of singing happy birthday to myself. So you got to come up with a new song. I'm thinking of one. I'm trying to think of one. <laughs> Mark Schwann sucks. Mm, too short. <laughs> You're such an asshole. That's man. what your wife told me too. Can we move on? Yes, let's move on. There, surprisingly, there was some other news going on. A gentleman, a new signee to the WWE, a little gentleman called Rob Gronkowski, signed with WWE. And tonight on SmackDown, Mojo Raleigh confirmed he'll be appearing next week on the March 20th episode of SmackDown. He's heading to WrestleMania. He probably won't wrestle at WrestleMania, but there will be some sort of interaction that will lead to a match at SummerSlam, which takes place in Boston, his home state, of course. Mm. So, huge news. You seem to be rolling your eyes. You don't seem to be interested. All right. I'm torn on this. I, I told a friend, of my, uh, a friend of mine about this, too. So, as a Jets fan, I'm really excited. I'm really happy. I, I, I never heard that sentence before. As a Jets fan, I'm excited. <laughs> well, you should be, too. You're a Dolphins fan. This means that Rob Gronkowski is not coming back to the Patriots anytime soon, if ever. Why would he? Brady leaves, yeah. I Brady's not going anywhere. So I mean that. So this is great news. You want to bet on that too? I'm, I'm not making bets with you anymore. <laughs> That's right. Um, but you know, as a WWE fan, as a fan of wrestling, period, I, I, I'm not a fan of this. Um, were you, you know, were you, were you a fan of Ronda Rousey? It's different. Ronda Rousey. Okay, is, what's different about it? Is not just competitive sports, but like combat sports based. You know, Ronda Rousey had a background in it. And it was easily uh, easily transferable into WWE. Rob Gronkowski is different. Like I don't get it. You you quit the NFL because it's so hard on your body and everything, but yet you want to go to WWE, which is a lot harder. I recently just went through training for the first time in the ring, and which was amazing, by the way. I was waiting for you to drop that. It took you long enough, but okay, halfway through the show. <laughs> but you know, it, it's very hard on you. I could tell. I was so yeah, sore. But you're no offense. You're not. A trained athlete, he is. So is it, him training is isn't a big, you, you a big adjustment to his life. You quit the NFL because it's hard on your body, and you go to WWE, which is harder. I would say. I played football, I played basketball, I played sports. I'm a black belt in Taekwondo. You know, it's, it's not like I'm not whoa, whoa, whoa. aware of just, other I'm just, sports. I'm just getting there. my headset. That's the one hundredth time you mentioned your Taekwondo black belt. Congratulations. <laughs> 100th time, ladies and gentlemen. Mark Schwann, you haven't heard a black belt in Taekwondo. 100. What do I get? <laughs> Surprise? I get a headache. <laughs> That's my prize. That's my yeah, prize, right? Thanks. <laughs> but no, I'm saying it's different. It's so different. You're comparing apples and oranges with Ronda Rousey and Rob Gronkowski. And the thing is with Gronk. What about Goldberg? Know, was, what about Goldberg? Goldberg. That, how much training did he add at WCW um, at, their, at their performance center? I forgot what it was called. We don't know how much training Rob's, Rob's getting. He's going to have a match at SummerSlam. That's way less time than Goldberg had. How much time do you need? If Gronk had like a one-off match. Look at Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle adapted to it like nobody's like a fish to water. Again, completely different. Completely different. He was, in, he was a gold medalist in wrestling. Did you, did you know he had a broken neck? And he had a broken neck. Gronk is different, man. Like I don't, I don't see him lasting. Like if he had a one-off match, I'd be fine with it. But the fact that he well, signed a contract—that's the thing. It's not like a full-time contract. It's going to be like a one, 
or two match type thing. It's not like a full time superstar. You know, you, no, they haven't been released yet. But they haven't released it yet. The fact that he signed a contract. I mean, did LT sign a contract for his one off match that he had years ago with Bam Bam Bigelow? I'm not too sure. There were spoilers or dirt sheets back then, and I was thinking it was nine, so I don't know. I'm, I'm just using that as an example, though. I, I mean, you complain about Tyson Fury. You, you complained about Cain Velasquez. I didn't complain yeah, about him. But you're okay with Gronk? I didn't complain about them. Oh, I, I complained. That, I didn't complain about Cain Velasquez because he signed. Tyson Fury is a one-off deal because of Saudi Arabia. But were you okay with Cain Velasquez? I didn't really have a problem with it. He signed. He's, he's under contract with WWE. Right. But he got hurt. We, we have seen him a couple more times, but he got hurt. And we'll see him soon, probably. Probably. I think he's training at the Performance Center right now. When it's not being used as a TV <laughs> promoter. And he brought Goldberg. You yourself admit that you're not a big Goldberg fan. Neither am I. You know, we see Baron Corbin. He's a former football player. Yeah, uh, that's a different story. But yeah, you know what? What, what makes us think that Gronk is going to do anything? Again, Gronk's not signed as a full time player. He's going to be a special attraction. A special attraction. You know, give me one match. Fine. So be it. Cool. That'll be fun. But like, who do you go, who, like, go against? I don't know. I, I honestly don't care where it goes against. And we're wasting too much time talking about this first story you don't care about. So let's burn through the rest of the stories, Mark. No, but we're you way, know what? Uh, the fact that Gronk we're is way over name, time. We're way over time. But make me care about it. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. I think you'll be eating your words. I think he's going to win you over here. I, I don't see how, you, how you're cool with it. What do you like about this? I'll, I'm not liking it. I'll see what happens. All right. It's a big name. Gives him mainstream media attention. And... Obviously, we'll see what happens. Same thing with Ronda Rousey when she popped up over the barricade at WrestleMania 31. News everywhere, all over ESPN. It's different. Ronda Rousey, Kurt Angle, those are two things that are different from what You don't know what training he's had already. You know how long he has been training for this. He's been in the ring before. Again, at WrestleMania 31. For a brief spot? 33. But you don't know how much training he's getting. You don't know what he's done in the past. So we don't know his training background yet. You don't know if he's a black belt in Taekwondo, Mark, because as you mentioned it for 101 at times, you are. Maybe he is. Hey, listen, Gronk's a great athlete. He's obviously, he's got a lot of charisma. Let's see what happens here. But I, I, I don't know. I, I just, I'm not liking the move that it's a contract's been signed. So it's making me think it's going to be much more than what it should be. That's I, my I, I don't think it is. I think it's a couple appearances. We'll see. Moving on, Triple H has a new job. His new job title is Executive Vice President of Global Talent Development and Strategy. Okay, mouthful. Is being viewed as a demotion? Really? Triple H was previously Executive Vice President of Talent, Live Events, and Creative, and was Head of Talent Relations. Dave Meltzer noted that he was moved away from being in charge of talent, and his main duties now are NXT, selling NXT TV rights overseas, and expanding NXT globally. I thought that was his job already. Okay. But did you, did you yeah. watch SmackDown? Triple H even mentioned it today. During SmackDown, he was on commentary with Michael Cole. Michael Cole mentioned how weren't supposed to be busy. And Triple H said, he is very busy. And it's crazy how I got a demotion. I'm still busier than ever. <laughs> so Michael, you know, Michael Cole cracked up because he knew that was an inside thing. So obviously, it is viewed as a demotion if he's bringing it, it up on SmackDown. Tri- his eyes on the dirt sheets and on Twitter. Um, so kudos to him on that. But you know what, Triple H, I mean, here's the thing. We, we've all assumed that, you know, that was his job already in a way. Triple H has already done such a fanta- 
massive job with the Performance Center, with NXT, with expanding the NXT brand across the world. NXT UK, you got NXT India coming, China probably coming, yeah. Exactly. So, you know what? Is it a demotion? Who knows? You know, $1 less is a demotion, right? Technically. Triple H, the fact he's doing such a fantastic job with these things, it makes sense to have him just focus solely on that. You know, if, if he's being pulled every which way, and still we're having a phenomenal product with NXT and building new talent, imagine what Triple H can do with his focus, 110% focused on that. Now the news? Lana will be co-starring in a new sci-fi action movie called Cosmic Sin with Bruce Willis. She's set to play the role of Soul, who was originally written for a male. The character is described as the best sniper in the galaxy and lead assassin fighting for the human race against alien invasion. Big opportunity for Lana. The story follows a group of warriors and scientists who must fight to protect and save their race when a hostile alien species with the power to infect and take over human hosts sets its sights on a futuristic human society. Wow. Coming to a theater near you. It doesn't sound like a great movie, but it sounds like a badass part for her. Now, it's originally written for a male, and now she's getting it. Is that saying that she's an impressive actress, or are they kind of scaling back the role here? No, I think what happens, this happens happens quite a bit. You know, sometimes, especially um, nowadays, what writers and producers and directors do, they kind of write gender fluid or race fluid. Um, So it may have initially, in the first draft, it may have been for a male, but then the later drafts, like, oh, you know what, we can open this up to other people. You know, and that could have happened there with that. She posted a picture on her Instagram and Twitter about her being on set with Bruce Willis. Looks campy. I probably won't see it, but good for her. Big opportunity. That's a huge opportunity. I mean, it's a movie with Bruce Willis, and you know Bruce Willis is a major draw, so good for her. Mark, get your agent on the phone. W is casting an opportunity. Ready for this? You might have to go to Glasgow because they put on an open casting call in Glasgow looking for someone to portray Drew McIntyre's father in upcoming skits. <laughs> Specifically, the character is referred to as the gameskeeper or Drew's spiritual leader. Interesting. The casting ends in a couple of days, so you better hurry up, Mark. I better hurry up. Better, uh, better get my abs and, yeah. and gear. <laughs> get the face paint or CGI on your face, right? Right. <laughs> now the news mentioned it earlier. The XFL canceled its regular season due to the coronavirus following the MLB, NHL. The March Madness canceled. That, that really killed me about March Madness being canceled. XFL completed the first half of its season. It has given its players rights... Uh, approval to sign with NFL teams passing an exit physical. That's something they would not allow while they were under contract with XFL, so that's good for them. <sighs> They're going to pay their base salaries. Uh, I can't even talk because I'm sad. <laughs> I was going to say, it looks like you're, a tear is like forming in your eyes right there. Yeah, Mark, you see I'm wearing my Guardians jersey because it's the last time I can wear it. Right. A couple of friends are talking about going to a game in a couple of weeks. and uh, Yeah, okay. Goodbye, XFL. Overall, ABC and ESPN networks averaged 2.84 million viewers per game. So that's, I guess that's good. 2.019 per game on Fox. All 10 of its broadcast games during that period ranked among television's top 10 shows that week. So not bad. Not bad. You said before the show started, I seen a couple people post on Twitter and uh, Instagram that they don't expect the XFL to come back for season two. I strongly disagree. It'll be hard, you know. It's uh, keep in mind it's a startup company, and the fact that yeah, but we're the leaving the fans wanting more. I mean, that's one way to look at it. 
I'm going to look at that way. Yeah, so move on, please, before you write on my fucking parade. Yeah, thank you. I mean, I it's like official. Eight, same problem, too. It's a, it's a startup company. You know, any startup company going through something like this where they have, they have to cancel events, cancel shows, it's going to be very hard to come back from. I just told you not to rain in my parade. You're raining my parade. I'm keeping it real with you. It's official. During the latest episode of After the Bell, the British Bulldog, Davy Boy Smith, has officially been announced as the latest inductee into the Hall of Fame class of 2020. Very happy about this one. Corey Graves spoke with the Hart family members Tyson Kidd, Natalia, and Davy Boy Smith Jr., who announced he will be inducting his father into the Hall of Fame, saying, and I quote, It's been long overdue, but I'm really excited and glad to induct my father into the Hall of Fame. It's something great, not only for my family, but for the WB universe as well. Amen. Something I talked about a couple weeks ago. I think episode 199, that was a rumor. Now it's confirmed. We also missed JBL being officially confirmed. I'm waiting for your, Someone, pl- I'm waiting for your applause. Someone, I'm waiting, you're, not, you're, not clapping, you're not clapping for this one. I was never a huge JBL fan. Yeah. I was, I was a huge Bulldog. JBL fan. Can't wait. Congratulations to him. I'll do the clapping Bulldog. for you. He was one of the first wrestlers I've ever seen. Mark, we're way over time. You watch Raw, SmackDown, NXT, Impact? Yes. All of them? Not all of them. What you watch? I watched Raw, and I watched SmackDown. All right, let's get some TV takedown. It's time for this week's TV Takedown. And also, you have to wash your hands, but also you can't touch your face. And I realize how often I touch my face. Oh, we all do. I touch my face like nonstop now. I'm like, oh, God, I got to be careful. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, TV, Raw. Mark, we spent months upon months watching them build up Rowan. And what is in this cage? <laughs> Only... To reveal it to be, last week, to our beautiful friend Vicious Vicky, a huge spider, what seemed to be mechanical. Oh, yeah. That was awful. And th- and then, this past week, Drew McIntyre destroys it with the steel steps and pretty much destroys Eric Rowan. Right. So he's done. He's over. There's no coming back from this. He's done. Take care. Comb your hair. We'll see you in AEW, right? I mean, I, I don't know. I mean... I- and was this their payoff all along, or is this a casualty of trying to build something up? How many times has Rowan been like developed and redeveloped and go through character changes? Twice, I think, right? Twice? At least two or three times, yeah, four times. I think, but there's no coming yeah. back from this. I don't know, man. I mean, he's collecting a paycheck. He might be happy with that. God, I don't see how you can build – unless you change his completely shave the beard, new gimmick – Play off that Mensa thing you tried to do for two weeks, three years ago. I don't see him coming back from this. That was my I mean, months of what's in this cage. Define coming back though. Coming back how? Like coming back on TV, period, or coming back as like as a monster heel? As a monster back- heel. As a monster heel, someone I care about. Somebody I'm gonna I, invest my bro, time in, to invest. Newsflash, Rowan was never gonna be that dude. Vince McMahon doesn't view Rowan as that dude. So once Vince McMahon has that in his mind, it's not gonna happen. You know, Rowan's there, Rowan's there to do what he's got to do. He fill TV time. I guess it's really more egg on my face. Like, how do I expect this build to end? What was my big plan for this reveal to be? In Mechanical Spider. Vince Vince got bored. Yeah, I guess so. Vince got bored. So it's up to Rowan. I mean, if Rowan wants to stay, collect a good paycheck, I mean, he's going to get paid handsomely. He's going to do fine. If he wants to explore his creative freedom and see what else he can do, then yeah, you might want to go to AEW. Or somewhere else. 
but props. We missed it last week during that big spider reveal. Props to Vicious Vicky. Great job she did. Part of the No Way Jose Conga line. And Monster Mac also. Shout out to our friends over at BWF. Absolutely. It's funny. Absolutely. When I was watching this now, I don't know if you're the same way. When I would see Raw or SmackDown in the tri-state area, mm-hmm. I would make sure I paid. If I'm not there in person, which I usually was, I would make sure I pay close attention to the crowd, see if I, knew, if I recognized anybody. Right. Okay. But now I'm paying attention to the backstage extras to see if I know anybody. That's such a weird yeah. feeling. That's such a weird sort of sort of cool feeling. Like now I'm ignoring the crowd to make sure I find out who the security guards are, who's in, the, get really who's in the conga line. I get excited to see like who's the enhancement talent. Like oh, exactly. yeah, yeah. Oh, the the Pablo. Bo- I think that thing goes Ricos. I know him. I shook his hand like two days ago. <laughs> it's it's just weird. It's just weird. No, it's cool. I dig it. Raw for you. Raw for me. Yeah, I feel like the money storyline, this whole road to WrestleMania, has been and continues to be Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My God. I, I wasn't there to cover it. Finally, I got to see it two weeks ago when Randy Orton gave uh, gave Becky, I almost said call her Becky Phoenix, <laughs> Beth Phoenix an RKO, which was amazing. He called it as soon as it started. It, it has to end up with him doing it to Beth Phoenix. He said on NXT, but she came to Raw instead. I said a punt. I wanted to see a punt, though. Oh, did her, you? Okay. I got the RKO, which I'll still take. And then last week, we see Edge, you know, obviously pissed off, wanting to kick someone's ass. And we see him give Randy Orton the RKO. Which I don't think we've ever seen before. I've never seen him do it. Yeah. It was cool to see it. Give uh, Randy Orton a taste of his own medicine. Yeah. And then the whole MVP thing, I, I don't know. That was weird. Him trying to build that, a stable. Was weird. What's that going? Okay. That he, he, he had to do the concerto to him. You know, if, if anything, he would do it to Randy Orton. But I don't know. Not yet. Too soon to do it to Randy Orton. you got to wait till I, mean, I, guess, I guess too soon. I guess he wants to prove a point or whatever. But and MVP just paid the price. Wrong place. Wrong time. Did Randy Orton no-sell that RKO? No, I think he's going to be. He kind of got out of the ring right away, and then he's next thing you know, he's back on the ramp. I mean, Edge didn't really give, like, the best RKO in the world. It was just cool to see that. Like, you know, we didn't expect Edge to give him some, uh, give him one. We expected maybe to see a spear or something, but yeah. not an RKO. Again, cool to see. Didn't give the best one in the world, which I understand why you Randy can't, Orton. Can't fault him for that. Like, like quote, unquote, no sell it. Because, you know, the way I would call on commentary – Oh, Edge didn't get all of that one. So, Mark, you, you're, uh, you have a habit of predicting things here in the show, putting your genie hat on. What's next? You have three weeks of Mania, air quotes Mania. What's the next step yeah. in this in this rivalry? Do you have a contract? You can't do a contract signing. Does Randy Orton get his, another attack? Does Edge get his hands on Orton? What's the next step in this feud? What do you see happening next? I don't know where you go from here. I, you know, I was you know, I was expecting Beth Phoenix angle to happen a little bit closer to Mania. I feel like it mm-hmm. happened a week or two too soon. Early, yeah. I, I honestly, I don't honestly know. It might be a contract. There might be maybe a, a brawl, a, a, might, a locker room clearing brawl. Yeah, maybe a backstage brawl or something. Uh, then eventually you get the contract signing. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out what what what's next. What do I see? What do I see this week on Raw? I don't know. We'll find out, I guess, huh? Yeah, we're gonna have to find out. Impact's awesome. I watched Impact this week. Did have my notes handy so I couldn't write down what I saw, but something happened cool on Impact. Uh, make sure you check out Impact when you get a chance. Access TV, AXS. Tuesday nights, 8, and replayed at 11. 
great match between Taya Valkyrie and Tessa Blanchard for the woman uh for, for the women's my asshole apologize for the world championship last week on Impact. That match stole the show. Impact's doing good stuff. We, Check out Impact. Really cool. We've never seen two women go at it for the World Heavyweight Championship for technically what is the the main championship for the promotion. Nettie promotion, yeah. Yeah. Two women going for the main belt. Very interesting. And two phenomenal talents there, too. Yeah, it was very, very good match, and uh, definitely check it out. Impact's doing good stuff. I missed AEW. I missed NXT this week. I missed both promotions as well. Uh, I forgot what I was doing that night. Axe, but Recovering from the axe throwing? I <laughs> know. I, was, I, I believe I was. But uh, SmackDown, I did see. And SmackDown, we did see just a couple of hours ago, Mark. Yeah. What you uh, what you think? It was interesting. I thought it was, it was weird. I, I thought it wasn't bad. I I love the chemistry with uh, Triple H. I thought Triple H was hilarious. I thought that was amazing. Triple H did a fantastic job on commentary. Um, it kind of must see more of him on there, but we probably won't. It was funny because he was supposed, only supposed to be there for a little bit, then he came back. So I don't know if that was scheduled or was it really the fact that social media was calling for the comeback. Then he took the camera. And held the camera. It reminded me of the DX days early on. I mean, it seems love fucking with Michael Cole. It seemed to be unscripted. It really yeah. seemed like they, they were just off the cuff. going off the cuff and just having fun. It was and it was fun to watch. It was fun to watch, with the exception of like the whole elimination chamber thing. Yeah, it felt time. Yeah, you couldn't probably couldn't get everybody down there in Orlando in that time, but yeah. So yeah, I mean, that, obviously that, that's what I meant. I mean, obviously they couldn't get talent. Like Paige was supposed to be on there. Yeah. And couldn't because of travel reasons. Uh, I wonder if that's what happened with Corey Graves as well, because obviously... No, I didn't think about that. Maybe, yeah. He wasn't there. Uh, a lot of people weren't there. I think Corey so, Graves lives in Connecticut, right? And he has a couple of young kids, so maybe he wanted to stay with them. I don't know. but Who knows? Who knows what's going on with that? But what, but, a, what a what a promo by John Cena that was. Yeah. That, yeah, really, John, that kind so, of really sold this, this storyline to me. I'm like, yeah, Bray Wyatt is nothing. He's a nobody. Destroy him. We should be focusing on the future right now. Can I tell you, when John Cena was speaking, I was thinking about you. Appreciate it. Because those are all things that you say about Bray Wyatt. <clears throat> so now you believe me because John Cena says it, right? No, I don't believe him. I, I believe John Cena is wrong. But I, I think it's interesting because, you know what, I know you're not alone in your opinions about Bray Wyatt. I know there are people out there that think the same exact thing. And obviously uh, that's resonating here when we have John Cena speaking those words on the mic, on TV, uh, against Bray Wyatt. And then you have the loyal Bray Wyatt followers who are just like, no, let's mess John Cena up. Yeah. Revenge. So I think it's going, It's telling a very compelling story. And I really hope there's something that happens at WrestleMania. Right? Because I really hope that we have WrestleMania. <laughs> it was Ryback. Ryback thinks John Cena is going to beat Bray Wyatt because Vince needs John Cena to have a big win here. Got to pull over John Cena. John Cena has had a big win in a while. Because everyone's expecting John Cena to lose, put the job over to Bray Wyatt here, which I think Bray that, Wyatt needs. I think that hurts Bray Wyatt tremendously if yeah, he that, loses. I'm thinking that too. Like this is something I, I, I'm figured we're all off on the same page here. Bray Wyatt's going to win here, but now Ryback's throwing a wrench, saying how John Cena needs to win here because Vince puts John Cena on his pedestal. John Cena hasn't had a big win in a while, and uh, this might. But wait, John Cena doesn't need it. That's what I'm thinking. And I think like, John, right. John knows that too. And before you continue, I don't want to give too much time to Ryback on his thoughts. I just want to mention that before we continue. But I wasn't expecting to see uh, Bray Wyatt tonight, but he kind of held his own here. That was he had a good comeback to whatever John Cena told him. No, he did. 
Love Miz and Morrison. They don't need a crowd to react. I was LOLing, literally. No, they played it off perfectly. I think Sasha and Bailey played it very awkwardly in the beginning. They were playing they're acting like there was an audience there in a way, the way they were speaking. Yeah. You can't really blame them because they're used to that. I, I mean, Miz, Miz did a really good job. He was just like making fun of it. And you got you to gotta love Triple H again on commentary saying, you know, Miz and Morrison felt pretty comfortable in front of no crowd because they're used to getting no crowd reaction in general. <laughs> I just thought that, that, that was fun to watch. And I'm looking forward to Raw. Raw's going to be the same thing. We'll probably be Raw and SmackDown, NXT, and the foreseeable future doing the same thing. At, at what point does this get old? We'll find out. This is new territory. We don't know how long this is going to last. Right. I, I think you're right. It will get old eventually, but I think it Like might... a one-off, this was excusable, but like, you know... Now Raw now, now Raw's going to be three hours. Yeah, we're going to have three hours of this. And SmackDown had was able to fill in, what, 30 minutes with the NXT, uh, the NXT, the Elimination Chamber match? Chamber. How much are we going to see of Illumination Chamber on Monday? We'll probably see the Women's Chamber. Um, and probably know. another chamber. We'll probably have a throwback of a WrestleMania last year. <laughs> you know, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, 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 we, we don't know. We'll find out. Anything else for Raw SmackDown? Nope. That's it. Ready for a three count? Yeah. I'm eager. Come to your drink? You, go, for, go refill your drink. Let's get into our three count. It's time for the three count. All right, Mark, getting for a three count. Upcoming, we're days away from March 16th, a.k.a. 316. Well, actually, when the show airs, it is going to be 316. All right, you want to fuck with my mind like that? Okay, yeah. <laughs> so today is 316. So uh, Stone Cold, Stone Cold is making his return to Raw. Your heart has to go out to those guys who had tickets for Monday Night Show. Oh my God! I can see Stone Cold, and now it's been canceled. Yeah, now no one's going to see Stone yeah. Cold live. <laughs> we will, but on TV. Right, I was going to say not live. So we will see Stone Cold return to the WWE for like the eighth time in like three months. But whatever, we got us to thinking: what dream matches? Everyone loves dream matches. Mark, everyone talks about dream matches. AJ Styles, Shawn Michaels, that's a dream match. Undertaker, Sting, that's a dream match. I take it, Putty, you're not a fan of dream matches. Hit or miss. <laughs> We're talking about Stone Cold. Let's celebrate 316. Today is 316, unless you're listening to it on 317 like an asshole, Mark. Now you're ruining the whole thing. Happy St. Patrick's Day to you. What dream oh, What dream Stay. matches would we have for Stone Cold Steve Austin? Okay. Our top three dream matches. Number three, Marcus, the floor is yours. Well, you know, it, it came to my mind, actually, because it was after... Uh, Stone Cold had a podcast session with him as, as an interview guest. And there seemed to be some tension there between the two. And I think it would be it would been cool to see, especially now, Stone Cold versus John Moxley. Wow. I thought this is a dream match. Okay. And that would be a good one. John Moxley now and how he's a little bit edgier than he was when he edgier. was WWE. Quote unquote unscripted. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I would, I would love to see that match. I would love. He to kind see. of felt like he was holding back during that Stone Cold podcast because I think he had a script to follow or things he couldn't talk about. Yeah, well, it seemed like he was just like nonchalant and almost didn't want to be there. And Stone Cold called him out on it, and like, yeah, he, Stone Cold was right. You know, Dean Ambrose was a really watered down version of John Moxley, and yeah. he was trying to get out of him. And now we see John Moxley 
we see more of John Moxley than we ever have here in AEW, and it kind of is almost Stone Coldish from back in his ECW days, almost. Okay. I think it would just be really cool to see that dynamic. In the ring? Or are you talking about promos as well? Both. Okay. That's how I gauge Both. my thing, too. Yeah. Well, yours. My number three, I was, there's so many people I had in mind, because I'm an, like an old school guy. I was thinking about me, like Mr. Perfect, I, a clash in styles, a Teddy Biasi, again, a clash in styles. My number three, it's kind of something I didn't realize I wanted to see until I thought about it, promo-wise and in-ring style-wise. You have the Stone Cold Stunner, the Texas Rattlesnake against the Viper, the RKO, Randy oh. Orton. Man, oh, I would love to see that. Our, Randy Orton came out as one of the youngest stars, I think, right when Stone Cold retired. So they never really crossed paths. Uh, I just, for some reason, I'm like, yeah, the Viper gets the Rattlesnake. That's something I want to see. Promo-wise, yeah. too, they both would destroy each other in promos. And in-ring in style, still a little clash. And I just think that match, I would just that rivalry I would love to watch. I remember like, at one point, someone I know was comparing both of them, actually. Really? Okay. Similarities. With the the Rattlesnake, the Viper, their poses are a little bit similar. The, or the Stunner and the... And the um, Never thought about that. Okay. I wouldn't compare and those two the, together. But. The vests that they wear. Um, I was like, oh, you know, that's a little bit of a stretch, but okay. All right. Let's see what you're playing with here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. They, they would tell... A fantastic story. I think it'd be an interesting match. Uh, they're both their ring psychology is through the, through the roof. Yeah, so it would, it would be a great story to tell. So we both love each other's number three. It's awesome. Yeah, number two. Number two. This is a big dream match here. I mean, both of these men were on top of the world in their time in professional wrestling. I don't necessarily know how good of an in ring match it would be. I think it would tell a good story. I think the build up to it would be fantastic. Okay. I think Stone Cold versus John Cena. Wow, okay. Talk about that. I mean, just think about it. I mean, especially if like John Cena drops the, the whole uh, Superman gimmick and pulls out the, the Doctor of Thugonomics at one point on Stone Cold. Okay. Imagine, yeah. Think, think about the promos going back and forth, going back and forth. You know what? Maybe it might be a better match than I might imagine because like, it would be a brawl. It's not going to be yeah. an eight. Won't be, won't be technical, yeah. No, but man, the story that build those promos will be fire, man. Wow, good choice. Number two, John Cena. Good choice. Thank you. My number two is a clash of eras. You have Stone Cold Steve Austin, the anti-establishment character. He loves swearing, drinking beer, raising hell, going against the face of the PG era. John Cena. I agree with you, Mark. Number two is John Cena. Definitely. Different eras, different styles, different characters. Uh, you know, John Cena never broke the rules. No. He, he won. Always did what was right. Never drank beer. Never broke the rules. He was the face of the PG era. This storyline would have been a dream match. Two different characters, but both the faces of their eras. And you, the- you know what's funny? Like, you, you talk about that, and... John Cena, he's so good in the mic. Yeah, I would, I would dare say Stone Cold will push John Cena to another level, which I thought The Rock would do. But I was disappointed with the Rock Cena rivalry, but I think John uh, Austin would definitely excel that. Really, I don't know. I I really enjoyed that rivalry actually. The, those problems I thought Rock, were so. Good. I think The Rock just kept doing the same jokes over and over again. 
don't know. I, I thought they still landed for me. I, I don't know. I, I personally enjoyed it because I, I love The Rock. So it um, doesn't, but I just felt like it was, was yeah. doing the same. I mean, because maybe it was two years in a row. It was just the same jokes recycled over and over again. There was something I felt different about the second year. I'll agree with you in that. The first year I thought was fire. Second year was okay. I feel like I remember more so the first year than the second year. Okay. Number one. But number one. Okay. Swear to God. So, we have the same number one. I'm just turning the show off right now. <laughs> so this is something that people have thought about. You know, like, you know, they're both been coming back. There's been teases with this before in the past between these two. One's a big drinker. One doesn't drink at all. I'm talking about Stone Cold Steve Austin mm-hmm. versus CM Punk. Okay. And both, again, masters on the mic. And I actually think as opposed to the John Cena Stone Cold match, as I mentioned before, I actually feel like this could be a fantastic match in the ring. CM Punk adapts the style any which way to his opponents. And uh, it's, it would be a beautiful story and a beautiful match and something that us fans can definitely get behind. Now, that would be better on the promos and in-ring style, right? No, I think this. I think the in-ring style would would do well. I've seen Punk, and you've seen him perform countless times with different people with different styles. He's kind of like AJ Styles in a sense, and Shawn Michaels. I feel like seen Punk adapts, mm-hmm. and uh, that's why I think it would be a better story told in the ring as opposed to the other ones I mentioned before. But you know, just think about it. Like, both men are phenomenal talkers, phenomenal, and just with their different backgrounds and with their different beliefs and everything, and. Honestly, they're not ones to, to hold back. You know, Stone Cold doesn't want to be scripted. CM Punk could do very well without a script as well. Yeah. And Lord knows what these two would say to each other. True. So I, I think for those reasons, uh, that's why it's my number one. It's a good choice. Very, I mean, very popular choice. When I was looking about this, I'm like, yeah, every time I hear Stone Cold versus CM Punk, Stone Cold, CM Punk, Stone Cold, CM Punk. I'm a huge CM Punk fan as well, so I'm a little biased there. You're a lot biased there, but it's fine. My number two is John Cena. I just said it, it's a different characters, totally different yin and yang here. My number one is very similar to Stone Cold, not the exact opposite, very similar. Both men were breaking the rules. Both men were anti-establishment. No real respect for management at all. I think their styles together would have been kind of meshed well in the ring. My number one, the late, great, rowdy, Roddy Piper. Mm. Imagine their mm. imagine their promos back and forth. Mm. Oh they my ne- god! They never fought. They never did. I don't believe they have. I believe they had in ring like altercations, but never like a match or a rivalry together. I'm like, wow, that guy would hold his own against Stone Cold Steve Austin. You know what? I'm really trying to think. Even if they may have crossed paths in the ring, they never had a program together. Um, I think there was a Piper's Pit one time. He interrupted. Yeah. Maybe maybe WrestleMania twenty one, but did uh, uh, like a full on match? I would love to see that. Yeah, yeah, no, mainly, I mean, mainly for the build itself, the promos and the build. Again, like you're talking about two unpredictable guys on the yeah. mic. Going back to this kind of John Moxley type thing, unpredictable, doesn't care about rules, just mm-hmm. go on unscripted, and uh, I just would love to see that. Yeah, no, I mean that's a good number one man. It's something I didn't even think about. Roddy Piper. Sign me up. <laughs> I will. Sign me up for all those matches, man. I mean, those are great dream matches that we most likely will never see. Uh, Stone Cold, uh, he's in phenomenal shape, but I can't see him return to the ring 
at all. He doesn't need to. No, he doesn't need to. I, I, I don't but, even nor, know. Nor do I want to. No, it, it's dust is settled. Stone Cold Steve Austin is doing very well. Although Stone Cold Randy Orton, that'd be fucking Austin. fantastic. <laughs> oh, right. That'd be fantastic. Stone Cold Moxley, man, I sign me up for that. Yeah, right. All right, Mark, that's it for our three count. Let us know your Stone Cold Dream matches. Dial up 619-343-3005. Hit us up on our social media, Shot of Wrestling, no A, or inbox at ashotofwrestling.com. You know, we'll we'll throw it up, too. We'll throw it up on our Instagram story. Let's see which one you prefer, which one of our number ones you prefer, Roddy Piper or or C. I think you're going to win that one because you have young guys who don't know what Roddy Piper is. No, man. Roddy Piper is a really good one. Mark, uh, 201, pretty good, via Skype, via satellite. Not exactly the way I was originally planning it. You had your opportunity to do 200 by yourself. and get what, you to didn't, say, what you didn't enjoy, so it's your chance to celebrate 200 episodes. It's fine. What do you mean? I didn't enjoy I I, I appreciate what he did. I, I wish that we've had a bigger celebration for 200. That's all I wish. Mm-hmm, it's fine. So I would just like to say we're 200. Thanks for dialing up on your set of your exclusive project. Right. Well, I, I felt like I had to, you know, because I, I do appreciate the journey with you guys being a part of a shot of wrestling. You guys brought me on a little bit later in the game, and it's been a lot of fun, you know. I mean, we joke around, but, you know, you're, you're a class act, buddy. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you so much. I do value our friendship, along with Abel and Jimmy J. And, um, no, I, I love being part of this podcast. I love being part of this family. It's allowed us to open the doors doing commentary, something I thoroughly enjoy. I didn't even think I enjoy as much as I do as managing my Setsujin squad. Yeah, where commentary come from? That was, uh, wow, okay. I'll do it. That was yeah. a wild ride, right? Something right. I never imagined doing. And, you know, it's leading us to these watch parties that are fun. We just had one. Well, Jimmy J hosted it. It's the last one for Elimination Chamber. Buffalo Wild Wings. BWF hosted it. BWF hosted No, we hosted along with BWF. You weren't there. You had, I think, uh, family obligations, but I was there. Buffalo Wild Wings. BWF hosted our watch party for Elimination Chamber. It was a great turnout. Great time. We had Hank Flanagan put his road to gold contract on the line against Nimrod Teixeira. Didn't go well for Nimrod. In a... (laughs) Chugging contest. They put a pint of Guinness, I believe it was. Nimrod destroyed Hank. Clearly became the new number one contender until senior official Alphonse Stevens had a rule. Half a drink was on Nimrod's shirt. Hank Flanagan was the only one to drink the entire drink. But that was kind of a fun little brief. Also, did you see what happened outside? Buffalo Wild Wings? With? With Hank Flanagan and Nimrod? No. They had a little bit of a match. Did they? Yeah. I uh, wasn't aware of that. Okay. The who won? Uh, contract. Well, Hank Flanagan won with a DDT pretty Ooh. fast. <laughs> On the concrete? Yeah, that's over. Concrete. That's what I say. It didn't go well for Nimrod that night. And you think like an establishment like Buffalo Wild Wings would have good pest control? <laughs> right? What do you mean? Shotgun Shane Adams somewhere wheels his way into the crowd. Oh, man. Of course Easily was tossed out on his ass by the current reigning, defending two-man faction champions, 
Ace Andrews, Big Cuzzo, BX Strong, toss him out where he deserves with the garbage. That's no way to treat a former GM. He deserves a little bit more respect than that. None, no, he doesn't deserve no respect. But why? Why? Why was he even fired? No one can. No one can tell me why the man was fired. I know several reasons why. Oh, okay. You care to share? Check your chat messages, asshole. <laughs> but good time. It. So make sure you come to our next viewing party, which still tentatively is on the books. For WrestleMania, Buffalo Wild Wings. I mean, I don't see it happening, but uh, right now it's happening, Mark. I think it's happening, man. I'm going to be at that viewing party because I missed the last two, and I I, I want to get it on. I want to drink with my friends and watch some good wrestling. Over under, you still think it's going to happen? I still think it's going to happen, man. I, I don't necessarily think at the same venue. But same day. Same day. With, with a crowd or at the arena? Ooh, good question. I don't know. Question. But regardless, I think it's happening. Question. If it's held at an empty arena, does this affect my streak? I think you have to put an asterisk next to this year. So if I, I go mean, if I go next year to WrestleMania in LA, does my streak still continue? Because they weren't allowing people at this year's WrestleMania. I would say yes. Because okay. let's, let's talk about okay. this is a once in a century yeah. situation here. Yeah. You know, this this is our this is our black leg. <laughs> yeah right. Wow. Okay. Good. Now I'll accept that. As long as I'm, I, get, I get the pass, I'm okay. Yeah. I mean, just as long as we live. Yeah. <laughs> you might. I, I, I'm worried about myself. I mean, I have a lot of protection here, so I'm worried about you. Thank you. Because you, you know, palace. You don't do nothing. You have people do shit for you, including wipe your ass. I find that person. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, moving on. Wrapping things up. Actually, we're done here, Mark. Via Skype, this might become the new norm for the next couple of weeks, but so far, so good. Yeah, hopefully just a couple of weeks. But, yeah, I mean, everyone out there, stay safe. Stay positive. I know there's a lot of freaking out going on. I know there's a lot of uncertainty, a lot of rumors as well. Um, just know your facts. Stay, keep, keep your head straight. And, and by God, wash your hands. Yeah, wash your hands. Fuck. <laughs> Use your common sense. Including your fingertips. Yeah. Watch Doctor Who. And uh, Purell. Yeah. I forgot to mention, during the uh, last weekend, I decided to sign up for Hulu, Disney, and ESPN+. Plus. Oh, yeah. It's a package deal. So I'm, I finally can catch up on the Ric Flair 30 for 30 documentary. Oh, do it. While I'm quarantined, because I wanted to watch it. I'm going to watch it. It's only on ESPN+. Plus. Now i got ESPN+. Plus. i can watch this finally. Finally. So there goes my quarantine this weekend. I just watched Disney Plus for the first time. I watched Toy Story 4, which I haven't seen. Okay. That was the first movie I saw by myself in the theater I talked about. Oh, yeah. Good movie. I don't like the ending. It could have ended at uh, WrestleMania 3, asshole. It could have ended at Toy Story. It could have ended, Toy- <laughs> ended at Toy Story 3. I was not happy with Toy Story 4 whatsoever. There was, totally, ruined, there was, totally ruined my childhood. There is one amazing scene in there that had me dying laughing i was like fell on the floor tears in my eyes laughing can you talk about it without spoiling it yeah it was um those two fluffy toys talking about how oh, they yeah, key the- and peel yeah it was key and peel right yeah talking about how they're gonna get the key to yeah. the older league <laughs> and talk about the intricate plan yeah that was great <laughs> they kind of stole the- kind of stole the scene in that movie oh absolutely absolutely <laughs> Again, Toy Story 4 was the first movie I ever saw, decided to see by myself. 
and I kind of felt awkward seeing a grown ass man sit in a theater with a bunch of families and kids. Yeah, I hope you were wearing like a trench coat. So, too. if anybody so, wants to lend me their kids so I can watch the new My Spy Dave Batista kid movie, I can't watch that by myself. It's another kid movie. Like, uh, you're gonna have a bad reputation. You better not go to see a movie theater if you see it by yourself. I will. Fuck that. I'm a man. <laughs> I'm giving you my money. Who cares who I'm with? <laughs> but if any ladies want to see my spy, hit me up at Michael J. Party on social media, please. You know, when you do that, maybe you should shave the beard, but just keep like a very thin mustache. Yeah, the porn <laughs> stash. Yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> just, just or maybe have a. Just, just for you. Or maybe have like a soul patch. I don't know. <laughs> have Triple H color it in with a black sharpie like he did with Michael Cole. Oh, that's fucked up. That's going to last a while. He's <laughs> doing him a favor. <laughs> now, this is the point of the show, Mark, where we go downstairs, we fill our drinks, but we're at home, so I guess it's time to go to bed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's late. So, for the Hollywood assassin, a.k.a. your favorite actor, Mark Schwann. I have been your host at Michael J. Putty. Until next week, wash your hands. Putty, yep. Hey, baby, I hear the bell ringing, hip tosses and body slams. Oh, my. And maybe you seem a bit confused. Yeah, baby, but I got you pinned. Ha, 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 ha. But I don't know what to do when I see them with that golden case. They're cashing it in. Authority all in my face. What is a man to do? Good night, everybody. <laughs>